Well, hello and welcome along to Women's Tennis Talk. It's an in-depth conversation about professional women's tennis. I am Sue Thurl and you are... Sophie Amiak. Sophie Amiak, bonjour. This podcast is going to be a short presentation about me, Sue Thurl, and... Me, Sophie Amiak. And about our tennis backgrounds. I wouldn't embarrass myself, Soph, by going first. I'm going to ask you to tell me... If you would, and the listeners, and welcome along to you about your tennis background. Yeah, we want to make sure that you think that we know a few things about tennis here and there before you start listening to a podcast. So anyway, you're going to make your own opinion after you hear us. But uh, basically, I'm uh, French originating from France. I uh, was born in Paris in La Les Roses, outside of Paris, moved to Nice with my parents at age two and then started to play tennis by age four. Very lucky in a small, very little club on red clay, which I hated red clay throughout my career. We'll go to that uh, maybe at another time. And uh, then eventually started to play very well and the 12 and the 14 and then uh, won the under 18 starting actually to get pro and turn pro at age 17 which was very early at that time but uh, you know I was about 116 the world then and career started right there and I played about 15 years on the tour from 1980 till 95 and had an injury, you know, dropped out of uh, the ranking. I did reach the top 60 as 57 was my highest ranking in the quarterfinals at the Australian Open. But uh, an injury occurred and uh, I had to choose either to keep going or to stop. And I was very lucky to have known uh, Billie Jean King, who uh, at the point that I was going to quit tennis, uh, couldn't believe that at 24 I would stop my career and not start it and was uh, kind enough to help me out and said that she wanted somebody to hit with as she was done with her own career herself in Chicago and say, hey, why don't you come to Chicago and uh, start hitting some balls? And, you know, I didn't have anything to lose. And when the king asked you to come to Chicago to hit some balls, you go to Chicago. (laughs) So that's what I did. I packed up, went to Chicago. And uh, one thing led to another that she actually started coaching me. The first day that we sat on, we went on the court she uh, asked me to give her a lesson. So you imagine... You a know, lesson? A lesson, you know, giving a lesson to Billie Jean <laughs> King. I mean, and I looked at her and I said, but you know everything. She goes, I know I know everything, but I don't know what you know. And she wanted me to basically explain to her, well, what I knew, what I understood about the game. And it took about five minutes before she called me back to the and said, okay. She understood that I didn't know really squat about tennis, except <laughs> I knew how to hit. But to explain it and to go through the, you know, the understanding of what is topspin, what is, you know, grip, etc. It was difficult for me to explain it. So anyway, because of her, I went back on the on the tour. I dropped about 565 in the world and started all over again. I love the one you say about 565. <laughs> like you don't I know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty tough. and uh, I. But it was really rewarding because, you know, working, first of all, with her was uh, a joy. It was... It was a lot of work. Every time that she sees me now, she said, I worked you too hard. But I was like a sponge. I was like, oh, yeah, give me discipline. Give me hard work. I needed it. So it was fantastic. And I can't even thank her enough for, you know, what she gave me at that time. And still, you know, as a friend today, I mean, she's been very supportive. And uh, really, I I owe her a lot because uh, after that, when I finished playing, I went into teaching, love teaching. But I hurt my back in 2008 and couldn't teach anymore. I had a great job. I was working in a multi-sports uh, fitness place and tennis in uh, on the Cape, in Cape Cod in Massachusetts, as I was living in the United States at that time. And unfortunately, 2008, uh, couldn't hit anymore, couldn't really teach more than 10 hours a week. So I had to figure out something else. So I went to a wine and spirit school. I figured, you know, forget tennis. It's not looking good. <laughs> I'm going to go to my next passion. My next passion was 
travel, wine, and food. I mean, I'm French after all. Oh, oh, it's a no-brainer. Oui, oui. So <laughs> I went to this school and I attended this great school, which was a four-year program. You know, taught me a tons of stuff about wine, and uh, to this day I use it as I have a small company that I take people to France to travel and to enjoy wine and food and tennis when they uh, come around and to play with me. But uh, so it's you know it's kind of like something that got me to forget about tennis and my uh, and my depression because I went to a stage of my life where depression was part of it, especially when I lost my job and didn't know what to do, and uh, eventually. I got into commentating, and that was really what uh, uh, got me into where I am today. I'm commentating for the World Feed, for different networks in France and uh, around the world, different slams, and uh, that's how I met you. And that that's, is how we uh, met, wasn't it? In a um, commentary booth. Yeah, and that's how today I'm loving the commentating business. I'm loving commentating women's tennis mainly. Uh, I think the depth of women's tennis is fantastic, and I'm loving hanging out with you. And I said, hey. Why don't we do a podcast and talk about women's tennis? Why not? Well, we have a great time con uh, commentating on it, don't we? Because we've seen some matches, some great matches over over the years. It's been years now since we've known each other. That's right. So now, what about you? Where well, where are you coming from? I mean, I know your journalism is a, a long two, three, ten pages probably <laughs> of experience as well. Well, my I have to say my tennis credentials on the court are not quite as impressive as yours. Well, I so mean, my journalism <laughs> credential. I well, wouldn't go that that far. Also, all I'm going to say is I'll I'll see you your Grand Slam quarterfinal at the Australian Open. I think. It was against Chrissy Ever, am I right? That's right. Okay, and I, th I think that my biggest achievement was reaching round four of the Perrin-Porth Grass Court Championships, that mighty event in 1983, where I was a little unfortunate not to make it through to the quarterfinals. But we'll leave it there in terms of well, that. that's impressive. Oh, it, it really wasn't. But um, <laughs> I love playing, and I had a great passion for sport from a very young age. But, yeah, very much I've been a broadcaster probably for... Uh, wow more years than I can remember certainly 20 maybe a little further than that now and I was figuring out when we were talking about this how many years I've broadcast at Wimbledon the the holy grail especially if you love your sport and your tennis and you're British and you want to work on a British sporting event it has to be this Wimbledon. is it and um it's 20 years I've been going to Wimbledon that's um, amazing I know it's been fantastic and I've been commentating on tennis probably for the last six or so for various networks like you, the World Feed for Women's Tennis, the World Feed for Men's Tennis, for Amazon as well, and for BT and for Sky in the UK. So uh, it's a joy, a pleasure and a joy. There is no happier moment than sat behind a microphone watching uh, a match with two women at the top of their game, literally and metaphorically. So we've had some fun and we have a lot of fun in the commentary box we just wanted to bring that passion for the game and and and, and hopefully an understanding of it um uh to people further afield and just maybe uh discuss a few things that people maybe are watching and thinking about when they're watching tennis matches these days but uh, yeah no this will be fun i hope it'll be fun and i hope it'll be a good listen for people as well so we're going to cover a range of issues aren't we yes we are and i mean this is kind of the intro about us so mm -hmm. at least you know where we're coming from and then next uh, where are we going with that well our next podcast will be uh, probably about what's been happening in uh, the world of tennis in the past months the Uh, coach carousel that's been going on the tournaments uh, including uh, Dubai and Indian Wells and Miami and uh, all the youngsters and the newcomers and of course we're going to have also some talks later on about uh, 
uh, the Fed Cup that's coming up, uh, but uh, and Charleston being on clay, the Ooh, first French of on clay. course is looming large oh, in the course. next couple of months. So I know so, you'll be there, won't you? Because you do yep. that with your wine tasting. Uh, don't you? I do well, do some wine tasting, but I'm also commentating there for the World Feed, so I'm going to be busy. I'm not going to drink that much wine at the time. <laughs> trust you me. Say that now. <laughs> I'm also doing Radio Roland Garros this year, Radio the French Open Radio, which is uh, also a fun thing that I haven't done in a couple of years, three or four years. I did uh, before, so I'm looking forward to. This and I'm looking forward to bringing more of this uh, women's tennis uh, really podcast. And uh, well, that's going to be our, our next uh, venture, and uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, it's, Sophie, it's been great doing this to start off. It's been great getting to know a little more about you. I knew it already, but they will know it now, the people that are tuning in. Thank you for your company as well. And uh, do join us again because next time, if you really do enjoy women's tennis like we do, do tune in because we're going to be having a look at the coaching carousel, as you say, on the women's tour. And in podcast number three, we'll review the Middle Eastern swing and the Sunshine Double as well in Indian Wells and Miami. All of that to come. But for now, from me, Suthel, and from you, à bientôt. Sophie Anibier says bientôt. I say au revoir. See you soon.